Welcome to the Potter's Hour with Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode, the senior pastor of the Well Prayer Center. Prophet Nase is passionate about God's people living a victorious life through faith, holiness, prayer, and fasting. And now, today's message. This is the Jesus said, go and call your husband. He said, I have no husband. The one who are living is wrong. One word of knowledge. Now, listen. That's what I love about women. That is why I say that. If women start singing for you, win an election. Bam. Do you know David killed one man? One man, Goliath, one. The woman went to tell with Tambourine and said, he has killed 10,000. I'm telling you. When the woman starts singing, it started threatening the president. There's something about women. I'm sure there will be more women in heaven than men. I'm convinced about that. I don't have any scripture base, but I'm convinced about that. Do you know that when Jesus resurrected from the dead, it's women that saw him first? Something about women. Can you imagine this world without women? How will it be like? That is why I'm surprised you are not married. 45 years you are not married. What are you waiting for? You are the one that is no souls that is dying. The, the guys in the studio are telling me souls are dying. Souls are dying. You are the one dying. Listen to me. One scripture, when that scripture light open, it's, it's about 20 years ago. I chased mommy. I wanted to marry. When I was reading the Bible, I came to Genesis. I was reading, uh, and you see, sometimes uh, there's a place God can arrest you in the scripture. Everything I was reading about the handiwork of God. You see, Genesis talk about the handiwork of God. In the beginning, God created, God created, God created. You don't create, you don't create by, by talking. Actually, if, if, if I'm putting the Bible in sequence, I'll put Ephesians before Genesis. Because Ephesians is where the Bible said that the lamp of God that was crucified before the foundation of the earth. But the Genesis talk about the handiwork of God. Now watch this. God created everything and God looked at it and God said it is good. Everything God said it is good. Everything God says is good. Then God come back and say it is not good. I said what is it? That the man should be alone. I'm talking to you. From the United States I'm talking to you. From Great Britain, I'm talking from Europe, I'm talking to you. I wonder. Okay? You see, that is why if you're a child of God, you must walk by revelation. I said that. When you get addicted to God's word, it leads you to what is called meditation. This generation know how to read the word, but they don't know how to meditate. Because you can never have revelation without meditating on God's word. So meditation naturally leads you to revelation. Then when you get to revelation, it leads you to illumination. I will explain it. Get the other thing. The illumination brings you to intoxication. When you get to the realm of intoxication, that is where you can say, I cannot be sick. That is where you can say that when coronavirus comes to your body, the symptoms will die and the virus will die. It is the realm that John G. Lake got into at his time. There was a virus like similar thing like coronavirus. And the Bible said that when John Gile came in contact with the virus, they would put a microscope or whatever they used to test, and they realized that the virus are dead because the man was in the realm of intoxication. It's also a realm called divine nature. Jesus gave the woman a word of knowledge. Bam! That's a prophetic word. The woman the prophetic word came. This is what I'm going to talk about the woman. He ran to town. Remember, he has had five husbands. So he's a well-known woman in the village. Everybody knows her. In fact, he's a woman that when you see that woman talking to your husband, you have to start fasting. 
He went to town. Now, learn this. I want you to catch it. Catch it. Catch it. Are you ready to catch this one? He went to town and told the people that. I can see her going from her to say, come and see a man. Even the wisdom of that woman, <laughs> it is good to read the Bible with Revelation. Do you know the Jews has no dealing with the Samaritans? Even when she herself met Jesus, he said, that, why is it that you be a Jew? It's asking me a Samaritan woman a water. It means that the Jewish people has no dealing with the Samaritan. If the woman went to the city and said, come and see a Jew, nobody will come. So he said, come and see a man. That's another realm. That is another realm. I say one word of knowledge. It impacted wisdom to that woman and turned her to be an evangelist. Say glory to God. And he said, come and see a man. And, 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 and there's another thing to that. Let people follow the woman. Say, come and see a man who has told me everything about my life. They say, ah, uh-huh, you, a man has told you everything about you. He doesn't know you. We want to go and see and the Bible said, the woman almost drove the whole city to Jesus. And for the first time, the Samaritans begged Jesus to stay with them for three days. Those who doesn't have dealing with Jews, when they saw the miracle, in fact, at the end, they said that, now, 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 we believe, we, we, we came to see what you said, but now we believe what you came to tell us. Prophetic word. Every prophetic word that comes to you, put an aspiring date on attack of the devil on your life. Now, in the evening, when we come back from midnight, I'm going to show you importance of getting. Now, there is a reason why the prophetic anointing is under attack. Among the fivefold ministry, there is none of them that is under attack than the prophetic ministry. And I'll show you something about the prophetic ministry. It is the only one among the fivefold ministry that's, that, that, that started from the Old Testament and entered the New Testament. There was no apostle in the Old Testament. There was no pastor. He only prophesied to Jeremiah and said, I will give you pastors that will feed you with the word. There was no evangelist in the Old Testament. There was no what? A teacher in the Old Testament. It is only the prophetic anointing that started from the Old Testament and entered the New Testament. None of the ministries are more attacked than the prophetic anointing. In fact, the attack is not just from the devil. Other pastors hate it. We are begging the pastors. We didn't call ourselves. God called us. There may be some fakes, but there are still some genuine ones. And you must acknowledge that. You can listen to me. It will not be in your good interest. It will not be in your good interest to make sure that our generation don't have prophets. It's not in our good interest. It's not in our good interest. I hear people say that in the Old Testament, the prophets were like, they, they, you, you have to be ignorant to compare Old Testament prophet to New Testament prophet. It's a totally different thing. I don't want to go and teach you about that one. But spare, spare the prophetic anointing. Spare it. The fact that you see a lot of counterfeit around it shows how important it is that the devil has created a counterfeit version. That's how important it is. Amen. Because, listen, this is the second thing I will teach you in the midnight. One of the reasons the devil cannot kill you is when the prophetic word is hanging on your neck. So every child of God, you must move around with a prophetic word on your, uh, hanging around you that is yet to be fulfilled. Prove it. I'm glad you asked. One of the reasons why Goliath couldn't kill David and saw himself as the army of his nation couldn't kill him is that he has been anointed and prophesied to be a king. 
And until that word is fulfilled, you cannot kill him. So when there is a prophetic word on your neck, nobody can kill you until it's fulfilled. You need a prophetic word. You need a prophetic word. That is why when I release a prophetic word, even from the studio, you got to catch it. You need it. You need it. So a prophecy can come to you that you are going to be a future president. Hold on to it. A prophecy can come that you are ministry. There are some of you where that has dropped a prophetic word because the manifestation has delayed. When it delays, it doesn't mean it has denied. Oh, Jesus. When it delays, some of the prophetic words in the Bible, it took thousands of years before they were fulfilled. Go and study the Bible very carefully. Amen. God spoke through his word and told Abraham that your descendants are going to be like the stars. That word fulfilled after 30 years. And it was God's friend. What's the relationship between you and God? If a prophetic word is hanging around your neck, you will not listen. <laughs> Whether you heard it from God directly. For instance, I was a minister at Bidding Power. And we were everywhere. I mean, some sitting kitchen, trees, walls, all kinds of things. And I spoke. At that time, we were just not crying. And I said that, I see a city. I see buildings. We were fasting for 10 days. Those days, the fasting we do, people go and they come. We don't do morning session. In the evening session alone, we come. People come and pray, then they go. And I said, I see a city. And I see buildings. And I see people living in their dormitories and whatever rooms. And they are coming to pray and they are going back to the room. Now, after the prophetic word, it took more than 10 to 15 years before it was fulfilled. But today, I'm talking to you from the fulfillment of that prophetic word from Porter City. I saw it. Other people didn't believe it, but I saw it, so I believe it. In fact, when the time came for us to build Porter City, I was in the front, the Lord told me that it is time to build the city. I said, which one? He said, the one I showed you. I was there, the Lord told me, he said that, Go and tell them to pick that, pick back the prophetic word I gave to them that they've dropped down. So if you have vivid prophetic word, you have dropped it. You don't even talk about it. You don't, you don't, because sometimes uh, it, it, it doesn't just manifest to Paul told Timothy, by the prophecy that has come upon you, that might test by them war a good warfare. Why? Does it mean God has said it? The devil is going to stop it. You have an adversary. You have an adversary. I say you have what? An adversary. And because you have an adversary, you must engage the prophetic word and the fulfillment with a lot of fasting and prayer. We need the prophets. We need them. Hallelujah. They can fast without struggle. No. Some of the fastings that prophets can do, not every pastor can try it because they don't have grace for it. So you need the prophets around. We are, they are different prophets. We are pastor prophets. We are praying prophets. We are fire prophets. We have revelation. They are different prophets. Don't compare them. Don't compare them. The ministry of Elijah is not the same as the ministry of, uh, of Samuel. And so don't compare them. We are comparing ourselves among, uh, among ourselves and measuring ourselves among ourselves. We are not wise. That's what the Bible said. Paul said they are comparing themselves among themselves and measuring themselves among themselves are not wise. Now listen. You cannot be like me. I cannot be like you. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. Make sure the source is the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's all. You just got to make sure the source is the Holy Ghost. If the source is not the Holy Ghost, then you are getting something. I don't know where it's coming from. 
And if it's not from the Holy Spirit, it will eventually destroy you. Amen. Anytime the prophetic is on, grace gets open. Can these bones live? He said, Thou knowest. He said, Prophesy over them. And in the, the Bible said, the, the, the valley, there was a valley, there were many bones. The bones were very many and they were very dry. But the moment the prophetic word came, and God said, Prophesy over the bones. And the bones begin to join. So the prophetic anointing can change hopeless situations. And bring it to a state that you cannot compare the present to the past. Are you with me? Now, they prophesy, bone join one to another. He prophesied flesh and he prophesied the wind to bring, what do we call it? Breath into the bones. And the Bible said there was a movement. So any stagnation in your life, the prophetic anointing can change it. I know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. We cannot count the testimonies of what God has done for people. I'm telling you. I, I think I didn't bring it to the studio, but even just from the time we started broadcasting, the, the amount of testimony is right here. These are the printed testimony from just Monday of what God has done. These books here, some of you have sent testimony on how God healed you from coronavirus. So it's not something that should threaten you. Let it destroy other people that doesn't know God. But the people that do know their God, they shall be strong and they will do exploit. Let me tell you something. There are things that has come to the way the devil has manufactured that are more dangerous than this virus we are dealing with. But what he has succeeded is not a virus, but the fear he has preached. And he has able to, he executed it so well that the fear has taken global connection. There are nations that the whole nation is afraid. And that is why I keep preaching. I wanted to change the message. The Lord said, go and preach in the faith message. Today, the Lord said, Lord, why are you letting me preach? He said, that is what will clear the fear. Even, listen, if the virus has no power to kill you, the fear can kill you. Because fear is a killer. Number two, fear is a trusted weapon of the devil. Say trusted. The word faith is a trusted weapon in the hands of God. Fear is a trusted weapon in the hands of the devil. So, once you, any way you see fear, Satan is behind it. God has not given you the spirit of fear. So, if you have it as a child of God, you imported it. And you better export it. Amen. I pray that you listen to what I'm telling you. I don't want you to be afraid. If you go to hospital and they even put your blood and test you and say you have so so and so viral, you have coro, don't be afraid. Prophet Nana Seyopukusakodie will be right back. Man can live without food for 40 days, without sleep for 12 days, without water for 6 days, and without oxygen for 5 minutes. But how long can man live without prayer? God said, my house will be a house of prayer. The World Prayer Center, Potter City, Mutual Pram Pram. And now, back to Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakodie. Now, the scientists must work, but God must give them wisdom. So don't ever say that. I hear some people say that. Go ahead. They should stop praying. They should stop praying. It is the prayer that brings the wisdom. If God doesn't reveal, how will we do? No. I love an inscription in the hospital. I keep saying, they say that we treat only God heals. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. 
it's not the virus that is killing, it's the fear. Most people have died. Listen, one of the signs of the end time, Jesus said, men's heart will fail them for fear. So your heart can stop because you are afraid. Men's heart will fail them for fear. So all I'm trying to tell you is that it doesn't matter the love report they show you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You serve a Jehovah that is a healer. Jesus Christ walked to the cemetery and raised a man that is dead for four days. Is it virus that will threaten Christ? You're not listening to me. Sometimes when we preach the faith message, listen, the way we preach is very confrontational. But if you carry it, it works. If you take it, it works. Jesus was not apologetic. He said, if you don't eat my flesh and you don't drink my blood, you have no life in me. The people get offended. Jesus said, verily, verily, I say. Don't apologetic. Even as a disciple, you also go, go. May your spirit accept the truth. And stop believing in the fact. Accept the truth. Fact only ruin the natural. I'm not denying the fact that there is no virus. The virus is there. I'm not denying the fact that it's not killing other people, but your case is different. Amen. Number two, that is a fact. And I say that fact only ruins the natural. The backbone of life in the spirit is faith. It means that this virus cannot overcome faith. No, it cannot overcome God's word. The most potent force on earth is faith. It divides the sea. It works for, the, listen, Martha said, but this time he's thinking, Jesus said, did I not tell you that if thou canst believe, thou wouldest see the glory of God? He said, I told you that if you believe, if you believe. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. Don't postpone your breakthrough. The resurrection you are saying, your brother will rise in the future. I am standing in front of you. Jesus went to the cemetery. He said, roll away the stone. For this thinking, come forth Lazarus. And the dead man came forth. Now listen, one day, I went to Israel, and I went to Lazarus too. When I look at the nature of the tomb and the amount of steps you descend to go there, I said that, thank God for the raising of the dead. But the miracle is the way Lazarus came out of the tomb. Because the Jews bandaged people or bound them to bury them. So if they tie your leg up to your hole, how are you going to stand up and hop up? When Jesus said, come forth, the guy floated in the air. The power of God's word. God's word carry power. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word is God. This word that is God, it source is faith. Can I say this? Oh, Lord, open somebody's spirit to get this one. Listen. Two things. God and the word. Say God. God. Say the word. God Remember, at the beginning was the word, the word, the word was God. The word is all you need to have all your needs met. What do you need? God and the word is all you need to have all your needs. Are you looking for a husband? It's in the word. Do you want a successful marriage? It's in the word. Don't marry your wife the way your father married your father. Go to the Bible. The Bible is the only thing that can teach you how to marry well. If you don't follow the Bible, you will misunderstand your wife. Hallelujah. Amen. One day, I was waiting, the Lord told me, he said that, he gave me a prayer point. I've been saying it. I think I said it. He said that, pray that I'll give you grace to see people the way I see them. Oh, what a powerful word. This is very powerful. 
you come to the place to see people the way God sees them. Because sometimes eh, we have a misconception about the way we see people. People have even married, they think their wife is their trouble, even though their wife is a solution. Because you cannot be different from your thinking. As a man thinking in his heart, so he is. So once you can classify people, you can define them. So if God gives you a good person and your mind tells you it's a bad person, there is nothing you do that you appreciate it. Get me right. Huh? What do you mean by that statement? See people the way I see them. That is what God told me. And he gave me a backing scripture that shocked me. He said that everybody saw Saul as a murderer, but Jesus knew he's a New Testament writer. And the nurse was even telling Jesus, do you know the man you are sending me to? And the nurse was trying to challenge Jesus and preach to Jesus. Who sit in heaven? He said, go and pray for the man. And he said, already we are praying for the man to die. If he's not blind, blind him more. And he went there because they are not seeing Paul the way God sees him. So if you don't see your children the way God sees them, you will misinterpret them. You will, oh, 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 yeah? Your definition for them will be wrong. When I was in school, I was very bad in mathematics. The way by the grace of God, my son no mass. I don't know where he got it from. I went to check his Easter. I was shocked. Me, the highest was I got was 45. It was the lowest in the class. My mathematics teacher one day came to room, classroom with cutlass. Secondary school, but can you imagine? He entered, everybody was running away. And the man, is, he doesn't laugh. So we thought he's going to kill somebody. <laughs> when he came there, he said, the whole, and we, we, we had this story. When a teacher entered the class, all of us, we all give him a standing ovation. And then when he, and he tell us to sit down, we don't sit down. He was holding brand new cutlass. It's called crocodile market, brand new. The man brought it to church. I was sitting there. And he said, Nana, when we said, he said, Nana, stand up. I stood up. This cutlass is for you. Oh, say why? <laughs> he said, his father has a land at, the man come from Atin Somenia. He said, he said, I don't have a land. I should go and win because I'm wasting my time in this. He came to the classroom with the cutlass because he said, the father, I don't know mathematics. I, I, I have to go and read. But you see, he didn't see me the way God sees me. I am not a mathematician. Give me a microphone and put me in a studio. I am not a mathematician. I am not a mathematician. Listen, some of the messages I preach, I don't prepare. It just comes. It comes natural. It comes. Everything I'm preaching to you, it's not written anywhere. It just comes. Because I'm not a mathematician. I am not a professor Lotte. I am a prophet of God. Now, this is what I want to tell you. Don't be confused about what they told you that nothing good will come out of you. They are wrongly defining you. They don't see you the way God sees you. The man saw that because I'm not a good mathematician, I have to go and weed, but I'm not a farmer. I'm not a farmer. I am not a farmer. I love farms, but I'm not a farmer. I love farms, hallelujah. I love animals. I love nature. I love it. I love it. If you come to protest, all kinds of things here. Camels, horses, they are there. Every animal is here. Those of you who have come to protest, you can tell. Amen. But I'm not a farmer. So, because you didn't do well in English, listen, don't let people laugh at you for speaking wrong English. Because nobody laughs at you for speaking wrong God. Ah! I was in France, eh, and I love it. I, love, I was in France. 
You ask them, they say, no, 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 I don't speak English. I say, what are you speaking? People are proud of their language. They are there. No, I don't know English. They are not there. You laugh at somebody for speaking English. Uh, let me tell you something. Will you laugh at somebody for speaking Ga? No. no. A Chinese man. Chinese man. Short. I went to them and asked him, why is it that you don't speak English? He also asked me, why is it that you don't speak Chinese? And he told me something. He said, what is your language? And the man told me something I will never forget. I'm not against we speaking, but I said that if somebody wants to control you, give you his language. Stop laughing at people because they don't speak good English. Hallelujah. Amen. The richest people in the world, not everybody speaks English. Who told you God is an Englishman? Thank God we are speaking English to preach. Hallelujah. It's not, it's not my mother tongue. Amen. Don't let us bind ourselves with all kinds of things that doesn't add anything to our life. Listen, lose your husband, lose your wife, be yourself. Don't try to be anything you are not. It's a burden. It's a burden. It's a burden. Be yourself. Hey, I have gone to places to preach. And whilst I was there, listen, I went there. Why church? I remember when I was preaching in Seattle, I left up to White, you can count, I was there with my you can count the number of blacks that are there. The white people were sitting there, I said, yeah, that was you. I saw some of them cry. I said, why are you crying? Do you understand? He said, we fail. I said, thank God. Even if you don't understand, fail, fail. There's something about the Holy Ghost. No, we sing songs we don't understand. We want to say, I don't understand, but I'm jumping. I don't understand. I don't understand. I see people who don't understand, but they are crying. They don't understand. Amen. The important thing is the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. A prophetic word is coming to you. It will change your life. Again. Make sure you get a prophetic word. Get a prophetic word. Don't be ashamed of it. Amen. Amen. I love what one of my mentors, Papa Deboe, said. He said, one of the guys eh, came to him and eh, he gave the guy a word. He said, Papa, that's all I need. That's all I need. I lost somebody that came to me and he said that there was an opportunity in his office and uh, somebody has to occupy the post because the person has resigned or travel. So I said, okay, lay down this place. He said, no, that they don't pray. I said, what? He said, say something. Huh? He said, no, that they don't pray. I don't need your prayer. You have been praying. Say something. Amen. So when you meet a prophet, it's not every time you tell them to pray, tell them to say something. Amen. So I told him, I said, well, if it's ever one day where my brother was going for an interview, and I told him something. I said, when he came to me, he said, he called me, Papa. He said, Papa, pray for me. My junior brother, I said, and he told me, he said, I said, why? He said, we are about 500 people. And they have to shortlist. Is that how they call it? Shortlist three people. I said, if they shortlist one, it will be you. Wow. When the last three came, he was among them. Eventually, he was the one they employed. Ah. And listen, there were the other people with more better qualifications than him by the problem. It is not him that will it. It is not him that run it. It is the Lord that showeth mercy. Believe it. Or, or lock it up. It, it will just open anything that the enemy is trying to close. Prophetic word. Don't, the Bible said, despise not prophecy. I'm going to show you from next week. It can cause you when you despise a prophetic word. Elisha said, tomorrow by this time, the man that didn't believe, he died. Those of you joke with prophetic words. Hallelujah. 
despise you not prophesy. The man that they, he said, if God will open the windows of heaven, will they happen? The foolish things about that man is that he knows there are windows of heaven, but he can't believe the word. He died. Despise you not prophesying. So decide. Decide. Let it be your prayer. Lord, I need a word from you. Speak it to me. Either through the word of God, contact, or, or wherever it's coming from, I need a word. I need what? A word from you. And glory be to Jesus, it could come to pass. Prophecy. It's a revelation of the mysteries of God. It opens up the mysteries of It can decode what God has coded that nobody can see. can bring it out. Prophecy. Mysteries. Mysteries. A prophetic word. When the prophecy is coming to you, the prophecy is, is a revelation of the mysteries of God. So God opens it up. We have called people and we have told them things. Hallelujah. Amen. One day I mentioned a lady's name in church. He said that this name, eh, nobody knows about it. Even my father alone and my mother knows about it. Nobody knows. He said, nobody knows. We say, what I know this is God is that nobody knows about that name. And I mentioned it. There is nothing God doesn't know. There is nothing that is hidden from God. One prophetic word can tell you from a thousand year to a millionaire. One prophetic word. May that become your testimony. I say, may a prophetic word revolutionize your life. Hallelujah to Jesus. And change your destiny forever. Thank you for joining us on the Porter's R. We believe you've been blessed with today's message. Join us same time tomorrow for the continuation of this message. To order for this message and other messages by Prophet Nase Epokusakode. And for all inquiries, call these numbers. Plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website www.portercity.com. Location Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana. We invite you to worship with us at Potter City, Mutual Pram Pram Road. Weekly service, Tuesdays, intercessory all-night meeting, 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. Wednesday, teaching service, 5.45 p.m. to 8 p.m. Thursday, breakthrough hour, 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Friday, mega all-night service, 10 p.m. to 4.30 a.m. Sunday morning, empowerment service, 8.20 to 11 a.m. God bless you. This is the power.